You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. As many of us know, fulfilling the desire and demand to have a bright and white smile is the ultimate goal for every dental practice. Today's podcast will cover practical techniques for in-office and take-home whitening. Here to tell us more about it is an expert on the topic, Shannon Pace Brinker. Shannon is a CDA, Certified Dental Assistant, with over 25 years of clinical experience and continues to work for Dr. Robert Corman in Virginia Beach, Virginia. In addition to being a national and international speaker, she's a regular speaker on VivaLearning.com with her CE webinars and is the author of over 300 articles for various publications. Shannon, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Thank you so much for having me. So whitening is uh, certainly a big thing. I mean, during the makeover days, that was like crazy. Every dental office had some sort of banner hanging out of their office advertising some company that was doing whitening in their products and pictures of beautiful women with white smiles. But um, and men, beautiful men with white smiles. You got to say that today. Um, so my first question is, what is the difference between the when we're talking about the chemical ingredients, carbamide versus hydrogen peroxide? Well, thank you for asking that, Phil. I will tell you that this is where we get into trouble. The team does not understand the difference. What we know is that we hear the percentage number, right? Whether it's a 10, it's a 20, it's a 16, it's a 35. If patients hear that and the team hears that, they think the percentage is what really dictates the strength. And that is such a misconception. The team has to know that carbamide peroxide is what we recommend for take-home wear because it, it causes less sensitivity. Um, you have a longer time span that you have to wear it. So we're going to see a lot more uh, of uh, effect on those darker stains. But it is only as one third strength or strong as hydrogen. And so they got to understand that usually the take home is a carbamide. But when you see hydrogen, uh, you got to understand that <laughs> hydrogen will burn the fire out of you. I'm sorry. It is very strong. Mm -hmm. It's stronger. It works faster. But the downside of that is it has a shorter wear time and it can cause sensitivity. But what we find is, you know, you're going to see, you know, some some really good results with it. And it's a lot of times what we'll see with our in office whitening procedures. And now we have a couple of tr custom tray, you know, um, solutions out there now where we've got the custom tray where the patient doesn't I say custom tray, a pre filled tray system where we don't have to make the trays, but it's a hydrogen. And the team needs to know the difference in that, because, again, the carbamides only is third as strong as hydrogen. Mm -hmm. So you kind of answered this question already um, with all those factors you just mentioned. As far as the patient goes, what determines what's the best type of whitening system to use to get the best results out of that patient? Yeah, we used to do the same thing, right? We, I, I would ask patients, hey, you know, do you want to sleep in it or do you want to do it an hour a day? And <laughs> patients would say, what? I, I want to do it an hour a day, right? Because they don't want to have to have that compliance. And that is a no-no. We can't do that anymore. We really have to say, you know, first of all, we want to do a good consult with them, but we want to understand the shade of their teeth. And that shade is going to dictate, you know, what strength they need. And, and are they going to need something that uh, is going to take them a little bit longer, especially if it's tetracycline? How much time? You know, we can't just do someone one time in the office and expect that to change for someone who has really dark teeth. So it really just depends on, um, you know, on, on the shade is the biggest dictation for us as far as color goes. Mm hmm. So the practice probably has to have more than one type of whitening system to offer their patients. Can you tell us about some of those different systems um, that they need to have in their practice to be able to satisfy the various types of whitening systems that their patients will need? 
Absolutely. Um, I sat down with my, my doctors and I said, you know, one of the things that we don't want is we don't want a patient to go somewhere else for whitening. We really have to have it to be really affordable for the patient and most importantly, offer different types. And they didn't quite understand that until I said, listen, here's the way we need to do it. We, you know, it's great to have a pre-field system because, you know, patients want something quick and fast. Um, but we also need uh, still a way to make custom trays for those patients and have a custom take home. And then for those that want to do it in the office, you know, but the misconception within office whitening, and I know this, Bill, only because I can tell you that I've done close to 3,500 whitening cases mm, now documented. It's a lot, you know, it and it's not as much as my mentor, uh, Dr. <laughs> Van Haywood, but I, I told him I'm on the foothills of him, right? I'm, I'm getting there. Um, but I will tell you, this is something that I know. And he he has said it first and uh, is, you know, doing in-office whitening just one time is not going to get that patient the shade that they're looking for. And for us to be able to have that wow factor that we're looking for, you got to follow it up with one of these tray systems. But having something that anyone would be able to afford, I think, is the answer. When I have patients that will say, Shannon, I would have never been able to do this if the fee was not $50 or, you know, $60. And I just can't thank you enough. And that goes a long way because I want to do it in my office. I want to keep those patients, but most importantly, I want to follow the story of how they look before and how they look now and celebrate with them. You know, it's really important to offer, I think, a system. So the bottom line here is that the whitening result is really a function of time. There's no quick answer or quick solution to this thing. You walk in my office and an hour later, you're going to walk out with these beautiful Hollywood white teeth. It's, it's, it's a function of time and it requires a, a combination of in-office whitening and in most cases at home whitening, right? Absolutely. I, I like a system. Again, let's be honest. You know, um, if a patient tells me, uh, hey, Shannon, I'm not going to do those trays, you know, OK, but you know what? What happens is, is it depends on how we're educating them. I think if you take whitening and the secret to really getting great results, and I've, I've written almost as many articles as Dr. Van Haywood has now on whitening, is that I take it really serious. If a patient comes back and they didn't get a good result, something was wrong. If they listen and they do the home, I really hammer those home care instructions of this is what you got to do. You got to do it every day. You can't skip a day. The regimen is 14 days. You know, I really go through that. Um, and I'm looking at the shade first. Every patient that comes in the, uh, that I do whitening for, they got to go through an analysis. And uh, I, I honestly have to give Dr. Hayward again uh, credit because he has a whitening analysis sheet. Now, I took it because I had a lot of questions and I cut it down uh, to what I think is important. But he really opened my eyes to that because you've got to have a consult. That patient could be a patient in your practice for many, many, many years. And just because they didn't maybe want to do whitening years ago doesn't mean that they don't want to do it now. And I think doing the consult first allows me to look at their teeth, take photos of their teeth, document it, but then talk to them about the shade and what, you know, what I feel is best, but it also has to fit their lifestyle. And mm -hmm. uh, that to me is what's going to help it. But you've got to have a system. They really need time when it comes to those C and D shades. Right. Now, a lot of companies advertise their products. We talked about carbamide peroxide and we talked about hydrogen peroxide. If those products have these, uh, you know, percentages that you talked about of these chemicals, is it just the delivery system? Is it the packaging or are there really differences between all these whitening products that are on the market? Well, Phil, I want to tell you, uh, I, I got to be honest, right? I mean, uh, the bottom line is peroxide is peroxide. 
Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many different companies out there that sell and get all hyped up because of a tray or, you know, you need to do this and you need to buy it from me because it's a lot more expensive. And uh, but you've got to follow these procedures. And I can tell you at the end of the day, peroxide is peroxide. Yeah. Like you said, it's really about the chemical the percentages of the ingredients that you need to achieve certain results. And whether you buy one product or another, I'm not sure that's the big thing. I think compliance of the patient wearing the trays is probably just as important or more. Absolutely. And, and and I think having a team member, again, that really owns it, is passionate about whitening. As you can tell, I'm, this is probably the number one thing that I teach is we got to get that passion in that team member and let them run with it. You know, mm -hmm. understanding and having the knowledge is key and also being honest with patients. I found that I, I always, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but at the end of the day, I got to sleep at night. And right. I feel like, you know, if I'm honest with the patient, hey, you did whitening before and you didn't do it. What's going to be the difference today? Because uh, I, when I asked team members, how many of you have your patient, I just did this two weeks ago, how many of you have your patients come back that you really know they did it and you know the final shade? Because most people don't even take photos, Phil. They don't, mm -hmm. They're not even taking pictures. Right. And I take it serious. If it, I'm, I'm serious. If a patient cancels for that, I take a, you know, I do a consult. I take my photos. Um, if we're going to do the whitening, I take my pictures and I download them and I, I even print it out. You know, what, and I what give kind them of, the what kind, of photo. what kind of camera do you use, just out of curiosity? And, you know, I'm using a Shofu camera. It's a point and shoot. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, I like know that. Show. I just spoke to actually uh, on a call recently, uh, Randy Bailey, who's who's yeah. who's the president of that company. And he loves that camera. It's uh, what is it called? The E something or the, uh, the I special C3. They had the C2. Now they got the C3. And right. they, they've got a whitening, a true whitening mode that I love because, you know, sometimes if you had a bright and I've got a Canon, I also have a Nikon. Um, but it's the best camera for whitening because it's a true shade. You know, it's gonna I can put it on that mode and again it's just a point and shoot so I can yeah, he was photos really quickly. Exactly. And I'm and again I'm I may be plugging the product, but um apparently the, the camera is very lightweight and very easy to handle and it's great for anybody to use. It's um apparently it it's just re really handy camera. Um so that's I mean that's amazing that some people don't take photos. This is this is one procedure where you absolutely take photos of the patient before and after. So let me ask you this as we wrap up this podcast, how do you market whitening in your practice? And also, how, how do you increase case acceptance uh, as well? Those two questions combined, and, and we'll wrap up this podcast. Yeah, I think what we find is a lot of practices don't even mention it. You know, there's nothing sitting out on the counter. There's no there's no flyers. There's nothing that's really around. And uh, that was the first thing I noticed about my own practice. You know, it's like when patients go to the bathroom, <laughs> they sit down uh, behind the door is a big poster, right, uh, at <laughs> eye level. Um, you know, we put it in every hygiene bag. We've got a little, you know, little flyer in there. Um, but I think if honestly, uh, two things that were the biggest marketing pieces for me, and, and I want to save doctors money here, do not spend a lot of money, but most practices have some type of software, uh, whether it's like solution reach or it's a weave, you know, or it's demand force, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, that tells the patients, you know, uh, different procedures that you might be offering. I think that and running a special everything we do we have a special right and uh, i even get other i hate to say this but i even get people coming to me uh really because of the specials you know that we're running and people love that and now's the time you know it's getting ready to be the holidays we have a we have a thanksgiving special uh we have a christmas winter white special you know that we are sending out and letting patients know that this is the time to do this because now you know the fees are much lower um, but we, when you go back to the peroxide that we were talking about, one of the things that I do is I buy my whitening in bulk. You know, I like breaking it down. Patients don't care about the packaging. I care about the price and mm -hmm. that allows me to do that. So if I know on average how many cases we're really going to promote, I buy things in bulk. First of all, I can save money and I can pass that on to my patients. But 
Uh, the last thing that I will say that's probably gotten us the most out of treatment and treatment planning uh, is we, I made a form, it's got six questions. And for those existing patients, um, a lot of times team members will say they've been in our practice for 10 years and they didn't want to do whitening or they never asked about it, you know, so I just don't bring it up because if they wanted to do it, they would have already told us. And so I made this questionnaire for our existing patients that were coming in and we did this and it's been going on for about a year now. The data from that has been crazy because patients will say, hey, can you just fill out this form real quick before Clarissa comes out and gets you for us? We're just doing a little survey. And the survey just says, you know, do you like the color of your teeth? You know, um, are there any places in your mouth that have spaces that bother you or, or trap food? That has been the biggest, biggest, I say, I hate to use the word moneymaker, but that has excelled mm. our case acceptance. But going back to the consult as well, I mean, you know, if patients, break, they check that box, you know, I don't like the color of my teeth uh, and our team doesn't say something, they're in trouble. Yeah, it when seems they such a out, simple, yeah, that's such a simple it thing. And, and it seems like it's, you're just literally um, identifying who needs, who wants the procedure, essentially. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. They're treatment planning themselves, you know, so it makes right. it so much easier. And at the end of the day, our team says, you know, Shane, I can't talk like you to patients. And I'm like, yes, you can, because they're telling you now what they don't like about their own teeth. And I think mm -hmm. that is the eye opener for other treatment. But whitening leads to other treatment. If you have a trained team member that looks at teeth, takes the photo, bonds with the patient, you know, and, and, and spends all this time with them, they're going to trust them. Mm -hmm. And other procedures will come. But if you never have them come back for that final appointment, they never come back for the post-op appointment. And I schedule that during the whitening before they leave. They got a post-op. I got to see them. Um, that's when we can talk about this looks great today. Oh, my gosh, you got four Vita shades. I can't believe. Let's celebrate together. You know, we're all excited. Rah, rah. OK, let's go back to these photos now. Let's talk about what else is there now or what really stands out or some areas that we still see of concern. And I think that's how we're going to get this other treatment, because, you know, if they don't need anything, then I don't talk them into it. I, I'm not going to sell dentistry to patients. But if there's something that I see that I don't like after I spend all this time, they trust me and they know that I'm not going to sell them because we're very ethical. You know, right. when it comes they, to they the fighting at, already, they look at you as so. being concerned about them. You're concerned about their oral appearance and their oral health care. So are you the one as a CDA in your practice doing all the whitening? And is that I am known as. Yeah. Uh, well, I would tell you, I have my own cards. My doctor will back me up on this. Um, I have patients coming to me from other practices because I take it serious. It doesn't mean that anyone can't do this. Every team member can do this. Everybody can. It's just the way that I look at it. You know, to me, being that whitening specialist in my practice is really important. I have my own cards. Um, I have patients that come to me. I don't steal anybody's patients, you know, but I have doctors that will call and say, hey, Shane, I just cannot achieve this whitening. Wow. With this so you, you've, what am developed, I doing wrong? you've developed a whitening practice within Dr. Corman's practice. Yeah, he loves it. I'll, I'll tell you. I you bet. Know, he, he's, uh, <laughs> I bet he does. He, he gets these patients, but you know, it, it's great. It's no secret. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, thinking, you know what, it's ethical. I really look at it. The ultimate goal is for them to have the best result. It doesn't do me any good. It's, it, you know, if, if they don't have a successful outcome, why do we even do it? You know, right, and I think exactly. just taking it serious, having a good product, you know, but also having an affordable price where anybody in your practice can do this will bring you money, you know? Yeah. So think about that. And then taking the photos, the photos mean I'm serious. I'm going to put this photo up to see where you were. And now I've got something to see where we're yeah. going and so, to get out. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. our listeners have, have really uh, taken notes on this one because Shannon has covered a lot of incredible points as far as how to build and maintain a successful whitening um, department within a dental practice. And she's obviously running it herself uh, out of the office that she works in in Virginia Beach, Virginia for Dr. Corman. Um, 
Do you, you have a website, Shannon, where if you have information I, I, that we could share with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, it is the Academy of Chairside Assisting, or they could just go chairsideassisting.com. Okay. And uh, we, we've got a lot of handouts and downloadable forms, you know, that they can go through and you can always call me too. I mean, this is my passion. The ultimate goal is for everybody to have a great success. Yeah, and, and, you, um, do you, and you do speaking engagements as well for like um, study clubs and so forth. Can, could they get that information from your website or just reach out to you? Directly? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They can. Um, and, uh, and, and even coming into their office, you know, to train that team member who they feel could be really good at this is, you know, how to, how to look at teeth a little bit different and how whitening can really excel that extra treatment, you know, that, that what's next, you mm -hmm. know, because it's not just about the whitening, it's what's going to come from the whitening is yeah. how the practice is going to be. Right. Phenomenal. That was excellent. Thank you so much, Shannon, for being on our Thank show. You. And yeah, we hope to see you again soon. Thank you very much, Phil. Thanks for having me.